Right then, right then, yeah, we'll begin. Okay. Good. <laughs> so, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Right. How are God. you both? I'm good. I'm going to just gonna say it because you made me say it. Fuck Garden State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. okay. Cut my audio separate. I can put that out as an episode of Why Am I Not? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be two in the bank. <laughs> Still another one that ends with me as well going, oh, fuck. <laughs> First thing is, you two didn't even like Napoleon Dynamite. It's a work of fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother goes. I don't think I said I didn't like it. I said I haven't seen it since whenever I watched it. You remind me a bit of, uh, is it Kip, his brother? <laughs> 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 it's harsh. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Stu's always so impartial, though. He's, he's too nice. That's, that's, that's the thing. You're too nice, Stu. It's me that's got the... <laughs> absolute love for things and everybody else fucking hates it so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are dangerously close to one why not just becoming a series of giving films you love a kick in <laughs> yeah, exactly. let's get, let's get Tom on again what films do you like Tom yeah good let's go like, for it. Tom just said he likes this who wants yeah. to give it a beating motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Tom likes Logan's run what a cunt <laughs> oh, hey come on now I can't say that word sorry come I like on. Logan's run actually I saw Logan's run I saw, Runner. I saw her on tube once, that lady from Logan's Run. The ones that what, don't Jenny Agatha. Yeah, get your clothes off before they freeze on you. That lady. Yeah. Nice. It was, nice. It, it was more recently, so, you know. Yeah, but still. still? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that conversation we were having about Ash earlier on? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's the subject, Stuart? Uh, reviews. Ah. And sort of like, you know, are reviews still valid? Did they serve as their own form of entertainment now? You know, that sort of thing. Does it sway your decision whether you're going to read or watch or listen to something? Uh-huh. Because someone's reviewed it, that sort of thing. And obviously, sort of doing reviews and recommendations yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort well. of. You know. <laughs> I'll just say well. Yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, I've got a couple of points I've written down. Yeah, I reckon. Firstly, I started with a definition of a review. Oh, nice. A book, uh, sorry, a review is a form of criticism where the book is analysed based on content, style and merit. thought that was quite a good one. Yes. Unlike, thank you, unlike most (laughs) of of comics reviewing, which tends to fall into three categories, people who just review things completely positively, Mm -hmm. people who just like tear things apart and take great pleasure in it, and people who do fake reviews. Ha <laughs> ha! Okay, let's unpack that. <laughs> now, I mean, want, do you want to start with people who do positive reviews, or do you know what you're going to say? You're going to say something, Tom, weren't you? Uh, do you know what? I was actually just going to say on that people that only do positive reviews, um, because I guess. In a way, I would probably be guilty of doing that in a Me too. In a sense. I've been in, I have been in the past, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to um, like the small press section for uh, for the leaks, um, I, I, I tend to steer away from doing sort of any negative reviews, but I have been more constructive as of recent because I've become very self-conscious that I am just kind of saying, oh, this is good, this is good, this is good. Yeah. And does that play in the back of your mind when you when when you're kind See, of bigging something up? I think so. Yeah, it does, and I, I think often I, I would cons- I do different kind of things, but I think 
you know, recommendations or I do pieces and how it played in my mind as opposed mm-hmm. to it being a review. Yeah. But I think sometimes I think you, you shouldn't see it as a good or a bad review. If you're reviewing something, that shouldn't be in your mind. Your mind should be apply yourself to what is in the comic. Yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah. kind of where I said, don't worry about it either being good or bad. And, and it's, you know, it's, again, analysis based on content, style and merit. It's got to yeah. be an analysis of what is in the book. Yeah. I think... I do think that we've fallen, certainly in the UK small press scene, we've fallen much more down the pothole of um, everyone just giving everyone else a blowjob about their books. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think, it is, and it I think it's, it's problematical. I think, and, and I've, I've sort of pinned down a number of reasons why people do it. Um, I think some people just want to be part of a scene. Yes. I think they think that being a reviewer makes them part of a scene. Yeah. I think, and I, I kind of, I think a reviewer should be, someone out there on their own reviewing stuff. I don't think without that influence possibly. Yeah. I think yeah. some people do good reviews and I've been guilty of this because they don't want to lose those people as friends or just sometimes purely just supplier of comics. Yeah. That's, that is the very... trouble with being such a small community, isn't it? That yeah. we're in. Yeah. I think you, you don't want to piss people off or you don't want to piss off friends of those people. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is half the issue though, is, is that people are trying to find well, when they kind of stumble into the comic scene on a whole and find all these people that they're getting on with, it's easier for them to then look at the people who they like books, yeah. and then they're just kind of talking them up from there. It's yeah, it's not so much a review as a well, I I like this because I like this person, so you all should go and yeah. buy this kind of thing. It's it, it's it becomes less even a recommend at that point, really. I either think, well, I th- it is I just think the a piece problem of. Yeah, I agree completely. And I think the problem is we tell, we tell, we we ignore the bad things in a book. Often we ignore the elephants in the room around some books. Yeah. And I've been guilty of this in the past. I think I'm not anymore. But we we ignore the dips in quality and the the lackings in comics to just say how good they are. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you're telling you are essentially telling the creator that they're just brilliant. They go and believe it that they they're incapable of failing. And oh look, this thing that I created. Oh my god, it's it's surprising me. It's so brilliant. Yeah. And we're creating these sort of deluded egomaniacs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, improvement I, as well. Not in, not in every case, but in some cases, yeah. yeah. I think so that's why some people find it so difficult to take an honest review when they then get it. Yeah, and the, mm-hmm. the, the, the upshot of that, man, is a lot of these people are comic creators who want to work for the big two or image or whatever it's going to be. And if they can't take a formal assessment of their comic, a critical assessment of their comic, then they certainly won't be able to take an editor saying, look, you're not doing this right. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Um, I think some people want to be popular by writing reviews. Mm-hmm. I genuinely think I see that quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I think some people have got a horse in the race with the books they review. Certainly, I, I review a lot of my friends' books. For example, McCune's my, one of my best friends. Love him to death. Great, great bloke. And I stopped doing reviews because I, I wanted to centre more in how his books play on my mind right. and how they affect me. So that's where I went with that. Although I do really like his books. You know, nothing's yeah. perfect, but his are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some people also um, innocently, innocently think that they they're kind of under under a misapprehension that they're helping the person by giving them yeah. a good review. They might be helping them with sales, although let's face it, reviews don't shift that many books. No, um, but the no. Um, they're not helping them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, is is that thing? It's you, you you're just bigging it up too much as well that yeah. people kind of see through it a lot of the time and just see it as like this is just their mate. 
Yeah, I mean, so they just lose the credibility as a reviewer, and the yeah. creator loses some credibility sometimes. I think, yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely. think part of the problem with some reviewers as well is they've not read enough comics or have enough of an understanding of how yeah. comics work to be able to do. My, yeah, a review. That's, that's you get it a lot in film as well, which is my big problem with these, like you know, lobby reviews. Like you used to get for a film that you knew was a bit shit, so they just get people coming out of it to stand there. Yeah, I really loved it, and my girlfriend loved it too. Oh mate, this is this is this does my Sweden completely. Like if I listen to a theatre reviewer on Front Row on Radio Four, I don't expect them to have seen four plays this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if I if I listen to you know if I read an analysis of a movie in Sight and Sound, I don't expect the bloke who's an, or the lady who is analysing it to have seen you know a couple of films on Sky Movies. Yeah, you know, I expect reviewers to have some kind of fucking knowledge about the medium they're talking about, yeah. and sometimes I, I've even seen some reviewers say, "Oh, this is what you know, this is my comic collection." It's been like four long boxes, and you, what on earth are you reading? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I can honestly say, I've, I mean, I've read a lot of comics, but I still wouldn't feel I have the knowledge to review somebody's book in the way a reviewer should based on the comics i've read yeah because so i've read think comics for like 30 or well, 20 odd years yeah i, I still think, how, how like do you think got the of knowledge. i mean how do you guys think a reviewer should approach a book is there is there any particular way or just even how you do it how you know what's what, what should you be considering my hmm. i think <laughs> your personal feelings it on a technical level and you know, fucking hell, what's the word I want? Um, but yeah, so you can Objective, be like, I really love this book. Yeah, I yeah. really love this book, but I recognise that there are these problems with it. Or I did not like this book; it didn't speak to me. But I recognise from this. Yeah, so so I was thinking about more. How do you approach a book? So you've got one in your hands. You're going to review it. What do you do? Do you? There, I mean, I, I quite like to read it through once without writing anything down to get an impression yes. of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. is that something you guys do? Or? Yeah, always do that. Every right. every every single um, comic that I've ever spoke about, and I, I make a conscious effort of saying spoke about there because even though I might say review, sometimes um, uh, I I don't think it's a review. I think sometimes I literally I'm just speaking about the book and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean there's space um, for people just to be enthusiastic about comics online and on podcasts. It's, of course there is. Yeah, I just think it's when people call themselves reviewers. I think that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Careful. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, but, I've um, only ever reviewed one comic for our local comic shop, and I read that two or three times. Yeah, and right. it was a Superman comic, so I had a reasonable breadth of knowledge of Superman to know what works in Superman and what doesn't work in Superman for me, at least. Yeah. I usually... and I very much did it from a you know for me review because yeah. the thing with writing reviews for Starburst, where I used to do film ones, is you have to write as the magazine rather than yourself. Okay. Right. really fucking difficult yeah it is and um, yeah. and I just wasn't getting any satisfaction from that so I stopped doing that as well and yeah. anything I've done for like Dreamgage and that has always been it's less a review it's more you writing about a film you love kind of thing Right. Yeah. so I've kind of swayed away from reviews because I don't like doing it I feel like a bit of a poser doing it and Kind of thing because some of the ones I was doing for Starburst, I was like, "Oh, cool! I quite like to watch that." Yeah, I'll review it. Send me the disc. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. See, that's another thing I think a lot of people are falling into is the, the, the like you said, Tony. The, they're they're literally just becoming reviewers so they can get a steady stream of free books. Yeah, yeah, that's a big that's a big thing. And the problem with that is some sometimes I mean, a certain company will remain nameless, but I gave them a bad review around one of their comics and they stopped sending them to me. And yeah. that was just that was just digital. 
you know. Yeah. 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 Um, See, that's dickish. If, if you're going to send your things out for review, you've got to expect that there will be the possibility that you'll get a bad but, review. But that's the hole we've dug for ourselves in British comics reviewing. Yes. It's every comic that gets sent out, we expect it to be a brilliant review. And even the comics we send out from Nobrow, which I'm involved in sending out, I don't, I'd rather someone applied themselves to the story than just went like, just strung together a load of marvelous adjectives to put on yeah. a page. Yeah, yeah. Has, I mean, I suppose no you send them out. It's a marketing tool, isn't it? That's what you're looking for at the end of yeah. the day. So, yeah. but it's, it's like we said last time we spoke. I said that I don't actively seek reviews. Like you kindly reviewed Jason Isaacs for me, but I didn't yeah. send it to you with a thing. Go review this for me. Yeah, well, I've changed my review policy. I I buy everything I review pretty much now, unless it's a digital copy I'm sent. Oh, uh, nice. If, if I'm at, when I was the last at the lakes, I suppose it was the big one. I was sort of doing circles as a reviewer. People give me books, and I was either insisting on paying for it, you know, or paying for it, or very occasionally some people just steadfastly refused, you know. Right. But I will always at least strongly offer to pay for it. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? I don't think. I mean, I've put comics out there and they've been reviewed by people who I don't know who they are. You know, and I think that's, right, okay. that's almost... I think you, you can't stop people reviewing your book because it's, it's out there in the world, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And people will buy it. I mean, most of the books I review now, especially after Honest Review Month last year, is people stop sending me books. <laughs> so <laughs> I tend to have to go hunting for them, you know? But the thing is, though, your Honest Review Month, like, everybody was kind of coming at that like oh you know he's he's gonna get spicy below i don't think there was ever a point where i read one of your reviews and that and went oh god he's really going to town on this book because what merit or what 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 would anybody get out of that yeah 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 what would anybody get out of that if they were just brutalizing it it wouldn't bring anything from it i agree man yeah there was no book that had um completely 100% negative points yeah there was no book that had completely um positive points but that's kind of unless you're creating like a series of books that are absolutely perfect and let's face it not even dark knight returns or watchmen are perfect no. you know then yeah. uh, you you know you're going to get a negative point mentioned at some point you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. totally yeah. yeah i mean i don't know i think people like you say i think people have come to expect it now yeah, I think you're right, man. I think we've we've dug that hole for us now, and um, I think the problem is nobody can accept criticism. Yeah. Well, no, some, no, that's a lie. A lot of people can, but I think some people have got to the point where they've had so many blowjobs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, nobody likes to be criticised for anything, even if you recognise the flaw that's being pointed. It still will dwell on your in the back of your mind. It's like troops when we moved to jurors that first year. It was like all positive, and then there were two comments one of which was complete fucking i didn't agree with it at all but it still fucking dwelled on my mind for the rest of the day yeah I know. it's like I did know. we fuck up by coming here did i really drop the ball this year fuck fuck yeah. and then there's just cat like you know no fuck it I think, I think all these positives much, as someone who makes comics and reviews them i'm, like, I'm kind of putting my head on the block firstly <laughs> but, but the you kind of you kind of just got a I've always, and I've always said this, I've said it on your show before, Stu, you just kind of got to make comics for yourself and not give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. I, know it's, that's, I know it's a difficult thing to say, and I don't, you know, it's not easy for me to do, and I'm sort of a very old man, but I think, especially when you're a youngster, it's much more difficult to accept. You know. I don't know, I've, I've always been of the mind, that it may be just very self-deprecating, but I've always been of the yeah. mind that I find it hilarious if somebody reviews or talks about something that I've done in a bad way. And yeah. I, I kind of hope for it in a way, 
One because I want to Im- I want to improve. I want to I want That's to it. find you can out. Do more some... with criticism, can't you? As a yeah, I want, yeah, I want to find out if I'm doing something wrong. So I kind of want somebody to say something to say, "Oh, this is shit," and I'll be like, "Great, what is it?" You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's that's also where that added thing comes in, man. You know, that's where constructive yeah. rather than just saying, "Oh, Tony Esmond is full of shit." You know? <laughs> I mean, that was true. It's, it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not pointing out the reason for it. You know, yeah. It's, not, it's a added... shit comic. <clears throat> you know, why? Why do you think it's a shit comic? But there's know? that added thing as well. Like, I, I don't know about you folks, but do you not tend to gravitate as well towards the worst reviews? If somebody yeah. writes something really bad, do you not then go? Well, I'm going to read that, or I'm going to watch that, or whatever, because somebody said something so horrendous about it. You kind of want to say, "Well, what's so bad about it?" You know what I mean? Um, so I, I kind of hope for somebody to say it's utter shit, because then somebody would be like, "Well, that piques my interest. I'll yeah. go and have a listen to that, or a, a read of that, or whatever." You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you just yeah. got to look at the popularity of the film, The Room, haven't you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want someone one day to write. You know, the bit in The Brood where she bites into the baby's head. <laughs> that was like reading Tony's comic, you know, just something that's original for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. It's, it's a shame, I don't, but that, of course, that's the other end of the spectrum, isn't it? And I think we probably see that more in the states, and you know, you get that with the comic skaters guys and stuff like that, um, where they will they'll literally rip a comic apart at the end, won't they? That's right. the, the thing they do. And I think sometimes a totally bad review is as bad as a totally good review. I don't think there's, I don't think you should differentiate between the the lack of fucking help that they give yeah so if you're if you're doing like some some websites and they're slowly disappearing now but a lot of youtubers sort of go this way is they totally give a hit piece don't they to a comic yes yeah it tends to be how the youtube review because it seems does seem to be more that it's a review on youtube kind of thing rather than a written review these days yeah that certainly that seems to get shared around as well yeah yeah um but I think a lot of those is because you've got to put so much personality into it to stand out that you become you play a part kind of thing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So you're not you're not a reviewer anymore. You're a caricature of a reviewer. Yeah, you're building a brand, aren't you, around yourself and your your video, whatever you call it now. Yeah. Vlog? Do they call it a vlog? I don't know what they call it. Uh, I don't vlog. know what they call it now. Is it isn't that just a YouTube? Probably. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, it's it's fuck, anymore, I don't know. Yeah. And there's attention seeking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, at yeah. least, at least for the guys who like glowingly give comics, you know, this sort of superb review. At least the kind of they are shining the light on the, the creator, mm-hmm. as often in a li- limited way on themselves. But I think they're they're doing that. The ones that do completely bad reviews is more about them than it is about the comic. Often, yeah, it is. often, you know. It's the, but it's then the, the ones that are good at that tend to still get a balance. It's like um, for a long time I was watching atop the fourth wall on YouTube who specifically reviews bad comics. Right. right. But it's not always just a straight hippie. Sometimes it is. But and it's a bit like Mystery like, Theater. Like any YouTube thing that I watch, I kind of like get tired of it after a while. But because mm. it's like it, it can only play for a certain thing. But I watch I watch a lot of videos online, but none of them are on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> They're on some kind of tube. <laughs> but somebody's getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but so sort of with regard to reading reviews, do you still read reviews as much as you used to? Or do you find as a reviewer that it can influence the way you review something? De- Have you ever definitely... been tempted to like, oh, I've got a review, no, I for example, The King from... by John Tucker. Do you no, then I'll look never, at what I'll, other people I'll never said? Read or... a review. I'll never read a review before I review a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. I, I will always review something independently. Of, yeah. of, of everything else i mean even if i think even if i hear 
like you folks speaking about something on the awesome pod, yeah. I, I I tend to then if I've heard it, I then don't speak about it for at least like a couple of months. To be well, honest, to put it right in my head. We both reviewed a book recently. What's the one about the kid on the bike? Oh, the junction. Yeah, junction, and we both. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to your review until after I'd written mine. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, to be fair, I didn't twig that that was what we were the same one we were talking about because it kind of kind of came a, a bit out of nowhere that book. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. And um, it's only afterwards that I twigged that you'd actually reviewed it. I can't remember where you did it. Was it on the lakes? You did. It that was. One? Yeah. It was yeah. On the lakes, so yeah. I, I wrote my review. I purposely didn't listen to that section of it until I'd written at least the rough out of it. You know. Yeah. 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 I, you know, and I, I got an I got an impression of it, and then when I listened to yours, I was so glad that we both got the same impression of it. You know, and it's yes. almost yeah, it yeah. validates it without me. You know, without any prejudice, I suppose. Yeah. 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 That was one. That's that's been one that I've just kind of went in and just given it a, like a, a ton of praise and stuff. But that plays very much into my personal taste as well. Yeah. The fact it's a great that I, book, man. Yeah, book. I've very much fallen in love yeah. with that, to be honest. I, can, <clears throat> I don't think, if, given the opportunity to review it again, I don't think I would, actually, just because I'm, I just gush about it too much. Yeah, it's weird. When I read it when I was sitting <clears throat> by the pool on holiday, yeah. I suppose that play... The, 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 I mean, we, we have to admit that our state of mind and our situation plays in the mind a bit when reviewing something oh yeah totally yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's funny you say that because <clears throat> i'm actually going through a period just now where i'm rereading stuff that i've either been sort of non-plussed on or okay. i've just kind of been fair to middling on and just revisiting it to see how it fares now given it a couple of years and a new perspective sort of thing and it's really interesting how it totally changes the way you perceive things entirely um on that just just yeah. little things you know um like revisiting shortcomings by adrian to mean okay I've, just, I've got a completely different view on it now than i did before uh, before it was oh just amazing blah, blah blah and now i've really picked out a lot of bits in it that i'm just i just don't think he's done well throughout that book you know okay. um, I, think and I think we are influenced by the scene and i think some yeah. books spark exactly at the right time yeah. and you go back to them and you think oh okay well you know maybe it was, that was the little period of my life when you know we might have i might have read a book at the you know centered around uh i don't know Britpop, but because Britpop was all around me at the time it was uh you know it gave a better impression of it is and it's now slightly dated or you know yeah I, I didn't have that emotional background to it when i reread it you know yeah yeah uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, apart from the, a very few objective points when you're reviewing a book, it is a subjective medium or a subject, subjective, subjective application of yourself, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's obviously the you know bad spelling or you know you can't read stuff or you know it's in a bad format, or the, you know whatever it is printed badly. But that's that's a, usually quite a minimal part of the review. It's the it's the subjective bits that count really. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah. I think if your review solely consists of the spelling was bad, the dialogue was clunky, something like that, and you've got no personal thing. But that's why I find it so hard about writing for Starburst. Yeah. Because you can't put your personality into it and what something personally meant for you if you're writing as a third person kind of embodiment okay. of the whole view. I find that really difficult. Yeah. Because right? whenever I've recommended something, it's always been why it spoke to me kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, do you go, do you guys ever, did you ever look at, other reviewers as an influence to how you're doing stuff or um uh, i mean i sort of grew up more with film review stuff so yeah. 
like Barry Norman. I grew up watching that. So, and then oh, nice. I used to read the the Roger Ebert books. Right. Okay. Oh, nice so, sort of yeah. that was kind of my thing in film. Comic reviewing always struggled to find sites that I can get behind because yeah, very much the stuff I was into in the nineties was the shit that people were taking dumps on because it was DC. <laughs> so, and you know, rightly so from a technical level and storytelling thing in certain points of view, but I fucking love that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so while I can recognize the problems with it and the criticisms that people love at it, it did seem a lot like people were just taking a dump on it from a great height. Yeah. So I've never sort of, but like, you know, with, Within the small press, it's like you guys on the ACP when you do your recommendations, Tom when he does his on Lakes and that comic smell and that. Yeah. That's sort of the only place I go to because where else is there now that does good comic reviews? Well, you've got the comics journals, don't you? I think that's kind yeah. of... Yeah. And um, occasionally on the beat, I don't mind their stuff. Um, I, used, I used to listen to... Um, I used to listen to iFanboy for a while because I, yeah. I found that a lot of the time... They were pretty object, like objective when they'd come to stuff. You know, they'd really actually go in on a book if if they yeah. thought it was rubbish. Even though a lot of the time they were kind of being given these books, they were still really going in on it, um, which was interesting to hear people actually. Yeah, they did do that. that. It's fair with them. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Um, eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock comics are not short in pointing out faults. I'll be honest with you. No, yeah, you're yeah, right they're, there. And they're, yeah. they're buddies of mine, and, and I like I like what they do. And they and they, but what I like mostly about them is they take their time on a book. They talk about it for a long time. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they do. They do that. <laughs> <laughs> a good three-hour-long podcast sometimes. Yeah. It's good though. It's good because it's a proper analysis of it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. They really go in on it, and they go yeah. they go quite deep on it, like emotionally and stuff as well. At some some aspects as well, which is good. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of Lester Bangs. I, I, I read his book before Almost Famous. So I was reading his stuff before. Almost See, Famous. I discovered Lester Bangs because of Almost Famous. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, was the better and for it. it. <laughs> yeah, and the thing, I mean, to be that's the big takeaway from that movie, apart from that and Tiny Dancer, which I don't think I knew much about at the time. But the <laughs> the uh, um, his, he he puts a lot of character into his reviews, and I like the way he always goes into one sideways is is there's a there's he approaches it in a different way you know there's a lot of intelligence in his reviews and i like that and the other thing i quite like is i know it's not comics or or like a lot of the stuff he does his reviews i like martin amos's short writing stuff i I really like his stuff i think um him and him and guys like hitchens and stuff they they write well and intelligently about stuff and i kind of Mm. i like reading the shorter format stuff by martin i do the longer novels but yeah, there's, there's there's a lot out there, and I don't think you have to stick yourself. I, t- I think I think the problem with comic comic reviewing is it tends to fall into cliche. Yeah, I think everything that's fast is not frenetic. Everything that's about a female lead is not feminist. Everything that's got a tentacle in it is not Lovecraftian. You know, there's things like that. Everything people seem to have these. It's like it's like watching an episode of the current series of Doctor Who. You know what they're going to say because it's just this sort of lazy writing. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I find comic journalism quite lazy as it is, even with the comic focused sites, which, you know, I won't name bleeding cool, but, <laughs> <laughs> but and a lot of those. And do you know you what? Know. Bleeding cool. Bleeding cool is something that I've never ventured into myself at all. Keep yeah, I, keep, like I keep away from it. Yeah. yeah. People speak about it quite a lot. And you it's know, yeah, it's something I've never ever came in, in contact with at all. I know who what he looks like, 
and stuff. Yeah, because he fucking pops up on everything. He ruins a perfectly good comic documentary sometimes. He was right beside <laughs> me. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe, I don't know if you maybe cut this or not, but... Um, <laughs> no, fuck it. I can't yeah. be bothered with the work. Oh, fuck it. He, he was right beside <laughs> me at Thought Bubble, and although he was quite nice to whoever it was behind the, the counter, he just came across as a bit of a pretentious twat, to be honest. <laughs> well, you've only got to look at that um, thread on the awesome page about well, to be fair, him I'm getting thinking... his comics for free from somewhere, so in return yeah. for... Uh... Oh, really? I, I... Yeah, I, I mean, I keep away from people like that. I just don't. I, I, I generally, and I've sort of learned this more recently than not, but is I keep away from people who are just sort of very intensely self-promoting themselves. Mm. I just, I just, it, it can't, it's a real sort of turn off for me. It's an example of somebody who found that as his way to get into that crowd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you I see, mean, it, and you see on, it, on the one hand, fair play to him. The nice, you know. Yeah. And there's certain other people that we've dealt with who've had different opinions of things that it's blatantly because they're in, like, without specifically naming names, that event we went to last year, that there was yeah, a very yeah. different opinion from somebody compared to the mass census as yeah. to what was wrong with it. And it was very much because he was heavily involved in part of that race, maybe. circle. Yeah. yeah, and I think um, just... I'm just tired of people who every time you mention something, they turn it into a being about themselves. Mm. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Rather than I just rather talk about comics I love. Yeah. Know? Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, yes, it's a funny one. Is it? I mean, there's a lot of that going on. Fucking hell. Yeah, we've covered a lot <laughs> of subjects there already, guys. I've got to. Tell yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so bit. I mean, how? So from a practical point of view, then, Tom, let me ask you this: How do you? When you when you go to review a book, so you you said you what you read it through once without writing anything down. Is yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I I actually don't take a lot of notes full stop. Right. Okay. But because sometimes I feel like notes kind of clutter me up a wee bit. Yeah. I like I like a chance to actually think about things, um, even though I'm quite <laughs> scatterbrained in my thoughts. But at the same point, um, I do actually like a, a a chance to think about something. So I'll maybe write very very brief notes yeah. um second time through and even then second time through it's not an actual proper read through a lot of the time i'm just kind of flicking to bits that i've maybe noticed in the first go through yeah. you know what i mean um but yeah yeah a first read through in depth and then i kind of flick through on the second i'll possibly do a third if i feel like i'm i've okay. not got enough to speak about um, i think i think the overall yeah. feeling that you get from a comic is after a read is important to a yes. review as well i think you know if, if you come away with that sense of confusion or you come away with that sense of satisfaction or excitement or whatever it's going to be and i think to be able to sum that up I, so i'll read it through and then i will write without looking back at it i purposely don't look back at it i write down what i think yeah um, and i write quite a lot of notes actually um because because i'm i forget stuff immediately you know as soon as i think of it i'm terrible and because i'm old i sort of forget stuff so i'll write quite a lot of notes but a lot of it tends to be tonally uh and stuff like that and then i will go back and examine maybe the art especially the cover i always Mm -hmm. like to i I, I need to discipline myself a bit better to this because i need to apply myself to the cover more than i do these days but occasionally i get it right or in my opinion i get it right and i I apply myself to and the cover is extremely important and I i think often it gets ignored and it should get almost get a paragraph at the start of the review sometimes yeah it should it really should especially when it comes to comics um especially when it comes to small press comics i think a lot of the time yeah. as well because the yeah. cover the cover really gives a lot into the 
the book itself. Maybe not so much with your your bigger ones, but um, certainly certainly with the small press, you're right there. It definitely deserves a whole section onto itself, big yeah. time, big time. Yeah, I mean, we did a show recently on covers, and we spent ages on each one. We had Russell, yeah. Russell Wilson, and I, I really enjoyed that one, like applying yourself. And when you really drill down and, and stare at a cover and examine it, you can see the good and the bad. You know, it's. I did a panel at Nottingham uh, last year um, with one of the Everington brothers and Martin Simmons, and um, they took covers apart, and the, the insight they had, really interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. where the eye's drawn to, you know, where the corner box is, what should be underneath it, what, mm-hmm. what the title's covering up. You know, yeah, really good, really good stuff. And I, I really like that. I think you could almost do a review site just on covers sometimes, I think. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could. Well, you, I mean, uh, Vince and you and Dan do that, um, the covers oh, for yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Join in with that. That's good, actually. Yeah, I like yeah. it. People join in that one. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, and you can see the difference between the three of us around that because Vince and Dan are sort of graphic designers and Vince kind of likes that sort of iconic image thing. Yes. Um, I'm a bit more old school, so I like more of a sort of, you know, panel as a scene on a, you know, and yeah. Dan's got that sort of design edge to him. You know, it's, there's yeah, we all choose different things, but we all kind of dig. There's always like maybe one or two that we kind of all dig together. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. Some it's funny that, that, <clears throat> that show that you... You did with Russell on covers. It's, it's funny how many of them I was genuinely expecting to come up, and I, I was sitting going, "Yeah, that makes sense. Like that one makes sense. Okay. That that one totally makes sense." Because you were picking, you were basically picking like the best of the best, and you yeah. were showing that like these ones are what they are. They've ended up being our choices because of how oh, okay. they're set out and everything, you know. So I was kind of seeing like the Justice League one and that. I was going, "Come on, that's that's got to come up," you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then it did, you know. It's, yeah. And there's a, I mean, there's a nostalgia element that re- not only reflects in that, but also reflects in the way we review stuff. You know, our favourite yeah. characters, our favourite words. To, I mean, you, I've been listening to you guys doing the Justice League read yeah. through, and I can tell that's the era that you guys fucking loved. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, this just re- bring. I was saying, saying to you and Dave earlier in the week, when I it just made me want to go back and read a load of comics from that era. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And that, and that influences a lot, I think. Yeah, Dave and Nando really go in on that as well. It's funny because if you ever say to Nando that he he is ostensibly reviews books, he 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 always says no. Right. No, I just I just appreciate comics. That's all it is. I'm like, no, but dude, you really do like because he really goes in on stuff. Yeah. You know, he really picks stuff apart, and it just on everything like as as all of his comics that he gets, which he has a big pull list. Yeah. Um, and he really picks all of them apart because, like he says, you can't. In in this day and age, you you can't keep going with something if it's if it's rubbish. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you especially afford... these days. Yeah, people jumping yeah. in and out. The creative teams change so quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, I know what you mean. So you've really you, got you, to... going back to just how we review stuff. I will tell you one thing. Since I start, I've been I think uh, never on anything's ten years this year. So I've been sort of really? but like so yeah, sort of concentrating on reviewing for that long. But the 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 thing I noticed as well is when I started reviewing books is. I realised that as a casual reader, I didn't have as big a grip on the story and the character names, especially in the story, than I would have done. As and and you do apply yourself more to the story as a reviewer than you do as a casual read. Not even just a casual reader, as a reader, I think. Right. That's the experience I had. Yeah. Did you have that or? Yeah, but I think you're right on that. Yeah, definitely. I think because <clears throat> as. I think it's just casual reading. I would probably let a, a lot of stuff wash over me and and say, "Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's great." Blah blah blah. Um, 
But yeah, I think I probably do go a bit more in depth. You examine it more. Yeah, definitely. I kind of do that with film as well, though, to be fair. I find myself doing it. (laughs) 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 I kind of feel myself doing that with stuff in general. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm I'm genuinely trying to think if uh, if I've maybe become more. What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, analytical? Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, getting a bit more analytical with, with stuff since doing reviewing. Actually, even since starting editing, yeah. maybe looking at stuff and being like, oh, that's a bit wrong. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, we, whereas, at, we do really, um, well, me and you talk about it, don't we? But we do really yeah. like pay attention to individual panels. And I mean, you and I had a back and forth for about four days about one line of dialogue. In a yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> But the um, yeah, it's it's a funny one, isn't it? And I'll tell you what the other thing I've noticed is um, um what this is much more recently. Uh, I really, I, I really took an effort, um, like really sort of tried to, you know, improve myself around dialogue when I wrote the Hall Chronicles, right. and I because of that I now pay more attention to dialogue out, out of a sudden. Oh, okay. And I, th- I think that's and I, I've found that a lot of my reviews, especially the the, the recommends I'm doing on the podcast i'm saying look this doesn't sound right this doesn't come out as right you know yeah 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 um it does you know it's funny my um my other half doesn't really read comics but she reads a lot of books and the comic stuff that i've ever shown her is the first thing she jumps on is is the dialogue and says like that that doesn't that doesn't work and it's stuff that i've maybe not noticed which has spurred me on more to check out the dialogue as well um, yeah. purely on the fact I'm thinking from her standpoint of somebody that would be coming into it who's not necessarily a comics reader looking at it for the first time and going well that doesn't sound right like that yeah. doesn't read that doesn't read like somebody would speak you know stuff like that yeah um, yeah it's really interesting the, the amount of comics that are written and the dialogue is just so clunky and yet it's just like an accepted thing yeah, it's just like yeah, it's, oh, but that's how they're written. Comics almost got its own language for a lot, a big chunk of its history. Yeah, yeah. 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 I remember really being does. really confused. Don't about you, you Stu, but I used to, the Americans have got that phrase. Why don't you can it? You know. Yeah. Nice to read them. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean can it? I don't understand it. You know, it's like that. And yeah, it's, it's, you're right though. The dialogue, especially Marvel and DC from the sort of seventies, yeah. it just was often so unnatural. It yeah. seemed to somehow work, you know? Was yep. it even through to the 90s, it was always that overblown, everything seemed to be said with urgency. Yeah. Kind yeah, of, it's yeah. like, if, if it wasn't important, like, you know, as to what is happening right in the now, then it didn't get in. So everything just felt so fucking urgent. It's like, you know, I need that thing, I need it now. There's, yeah. there's also the like, That's cool, thing. but I'm making a cup of tea. It's like, fuck that. <laughs> there's also yeah. the added thing as well, that a lot of these have got to be written without any swearing or anything as well so they've got to come up with some other sort of adjective or something to make up for it so it just doesn't like can it like you're saying it, it would either be the sort of more derogatory shut it or shut your face or whatever but they can't put yeah. that in because it comes across as too aggressive thing. the kids will be shouting it in the playground or something yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so they, can, they can't have them swearing or anything or it's what I loved about Too Much Coffee Man when I first discovered it, is that it is just pages of people talking like I talk about yeah. the shit I talk about. It's like it's not what I'd seen in comics before, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I get you. And and I think a lot of the a lot of the sort of eighties and nineties indie revolution thing, I mean even you get take it back to 
some of the Zap comic stuff. And, yeah. You know, that's so that. Suddenly, it read so differently, didn't it? Yeah. 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 It's a weird one. Like yeah, because I mean, sort of, you know, there was other things beyond too much Coffee Man, but that was sort of. I wasn't really aware of comics beyond the superheroes in 2000 AD because in a small bubble with no internet kind of thing. Yeah. You don't know what else is out there kind of thing. Same with film. It's only once you sort of, you know, get into be meeting people that are into the wider world of film that you realise that there is more than the big yeah. temple films that you see. I think the thing is about comics is certainly English comics or British weekly comics were so sort of storyline heavy. So it would be Roy the Rovers. Hey, Roy, we've got to win this match to get into the semi-final. It's, it's like that almost. Yeah. yeah. Everything was like that. Yeah. Everything's you know? like one massive line of exposition before they yeah. actually get into talking. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, let me ask you both a question then. So how does your personal taste in comics play into your thoughts when you review something? Does that influence you too heavily or not heavily enough or what? I think it influences myself too heavily, right. to be honest. It's something that I've I've thought about recently more than anything is that a lot of the times when I'm not looking for something in, in particular, like a, t- a particular type of genre, if somebody sent me like a zombie comic or something just now, I just I wouldn't have the mindset for it at all, even if it was good. Um, I don't right. think I'd be. I don't think I would be the right person to talk about it or or anything. Because um, you just don't like zombie comics or lot zombie. I think I just or... I'm not in that. I'm not looking for that at all at the minute. In in the slightest, I just can't gravitate towards it in the slightest. It's just a total personal taste thing at the minute. I just can't. That's just one example, you know. But yeah, 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 that yeah. kind of thing is it, it just won't. Because I'm, I'm just looking for something entirely different, you know, yeah. and it very much plays into it. And <clears throat> I think that's something I really, that's something I need to work on, is maybe just detaching myself from that. Yeah, I think that's important, isn't it? I think, yeah. I, I mean, for me, it's like the sort of the cutesy side of anime that's influencing a lot of British small press. Yes. And it, well, even indie companies, smaller, smaller big companies, you see a lot of it with Boom and stuff like that. And I, I just, I just find it to be baby talk. It actually, almost winds me up do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um so i can't i kind of i find it hard to be um independent when i come into reviewing a book like that and and in more cases than not i will avoid reviewing it yeah because it's just just not i just can't stand that style yeah totally yeah 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 see for me it's not so much the style or anything i mean my big thing with film comics books anything is stuff involving kids I have a real right. problem with that. And usually if it's done really well, it really affects me because obviously the better they do it, the more impact it has on you kind of thing. Right. And I can find it difficult to detach myself from that. If I'm like, it made me feel really fucking miserable because that kid fucking died. It's like I hate the second Kick-Ass comic. Right. For ma- many major reasons in it, but the bit where he just guns down a bunch of innocent kids for no better yeah. reason than it was a shock thing in the comic. Well, I'm sure Tom will Tom will back me up with this. Is I can't read or watch anything that involves the death of a dog. I just can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. Big what's time. That, what's that? What's that? I've I've watched John Wick one. I just can't bring myself to do it because someone that's told me that's fucking horrible was. as well. You don't see it, but <laughs> yeah, that's horrendous. It's enough that you you know can't it. Do it. it. Can't do it. Can't do it. No, I I turned a uh, polar. I had a real bloodlust oh. after that film because they killed the puppy. I was like, yeah, do fuck him up, John. <laughs> yeah. Does it happen yeah. in Polo? Were you going to say there? Yeah, it was it, it yeah. polar that one with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen, yeah, yeah. shoots his dog. Adaption, isn't it? It's played for a fucking laugh as well, and I turned it off because I was oh, like, yeah, "That's yeah. fucking." See, I was no... really enjoying that film, and I went back to it after that bit. I was like, 
same as you when that happened. I was like, really? Are we doing that as funny? It just yeah. didn't. It, it didn't have anything to do with the story. It didn't push anything forward whatsoever. No, it was pointless. It was completely pointless. Like it's you say, it was pointless. just done for a cheap laugh. Yep. But anything. And like that, I say, it's that thing with the Kickass Two comic, which I'm glad they didn't take it into the film. It's like yeah. that had no purpose to be in there. Yeah, we get that the guy's an asshole. We don't need to see him fucking. Yeah, because that's the easy thing for people to go to, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. It's like oh, we'll have him kill some kids, and then oh, we'll have, yeah. Yeah, we'll have him kill an animal. Like, that yeah, show shock, just shock years. factor, isn't it? They're just going for the sort of shock yeah. tactics. Yeah, it, it is the whole thing. They're trying to they're trying to show how nasty somebody is, or trying to show the the lack of empathy in somebody by having them get rid of innocence in such a a small way. But it just it never. I don't think it ever plays that way. I think it just comes across as really nihilistic and shit, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, to be part honest, it's always been my problem with Stephen King. He's got a real hard on for killing kids. He does. And not just, not just in a, you know, oh, and then Georgie had his arm ripped off. It's like, cool, we had that, but now let's talk about this kid that was stamped into the toilet or... You know, it's something that's actually put me off as Stephen King is that he just invests a lot of time in, like, torture of sort of innocent kind of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Innocent kind of characters within yeah. his book. He just he, it's honestly like he's got a fucking hard on just for giving people shit that are so uh, vulnerable. He just totally oh, it's, he, it's he, the he makes these vulnerable characters, and then I had to work up a lot of effort to watch the latest version of it. Mm. Which oh, I really like sorry. that film. Once you get past the Georgie bit, I really like that film because they kind of move away from the child death and it focuses on the thing. It's got a really nice 80s movie feel to it. Mm. Right. Just a slightly more horrific, like the Goonies kind of thing. But that whole Georgie thing, because it's the manipulation of a child and the eventual murder of a child. Mm. And it's it's horrible. But it's like I won't watch Doctor Sleep because I know there's a scene in which a child is tortured to death. So I've got yeah. no interest in seeing that. There is zero pleasure for me in watching. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen King also wrote fucking Cujo, and that just does my yeah. absolute head in. Oh, I've not seen that or read that either. Yeah. It just yeah. does my head in because then it just gave a total stigma behind dogs for the longest time. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. 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 For the longest time, it was if a dog was as much as growling, it was oh fucking Cujo over here, and you're like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck okay, man. Yeah. But. But yeah, so that's sort of my sort of thing. Is like I said, it's not you I certainly no, wouldn't put you off reviewing a comic if it if it had that in it. Yeah, and okay. I'm the same with you with like dogs or any animals. To be fair, yeah. And to be fair, I don't have to see the the dog die. It's like that Kevin Bacon series, the following. There was a thing with a guy just waving a puppy, and then you knew he killed the puppy afterwards. Ah. And it's like fuck it, no, because I didn't see it, so I'm just my mind's filling in the blanks, which is even fucking worse yeah. sometimes. Yeah, there's just no fucking need. But, I mean, there's yeah, plenty of, plenty of people who, who do it as well. So. There's, there's plenty of unsympathetic groups of people who don't mind dying, isn't there? Like northerners. <laughs> you know, it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's fine. Right, okay. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, move on. The other one I no, the but... other one I had. Go on, sorry, man. Yeah, go on. So you no, I was just going to say, but you're right. I, I, I think taste does taste does play a big a large role in it i think anybody that yeah. thinks that taste doesn't play a large role in it is just completely deluding themselves to be honest yeah yeah it, it's a genuine skill to be able to separate that personal feeling from it's yeah. like when i interviewed somebody from the bbfc i was like can you when it comes to classifying a film 
do you how does it work with your personal feelings if you're like that's particularly horrific to me because i have that pushes my buttons kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's like you have to have that detachment kind of thing of be like well yes that does push my buttons but i also have to look at it from a thing and you have to do that with reviews as well have you ever regretted a review you've written it posted it and i've, I've actually pulled one review only um, once which was for the film mordecai Oh god, that's an awful film. It is an awful film, but I so laid into it in the review, and I felt really right. fucking bad afterwards. <laughs> Not yeah, because you know it wasn't because I'm sure Johnny Depp was like, "Oh, what that prick from Gloucester didn't like it." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, I only watched the first ten minutes. I couldn't make it further into it. It's, you didn't, yeah. That was probably enough to be fair, but right, okay. but it was very much. I overplayed the negative side of it to the point where I was like one of those YouTubers, kind of like, "This is my reviewer character." Way. Yeah. And, but, I mean, everything I leveled at it was justified, in my opinion. It's just I should have toned it down. I should have done it a bit. I should have gone at it from a different angle kind of thing. Yeah. Rather yeah. than necessarily, especially as that film was getting such a kick in from everybody else anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's like, And I kind of knew it going in. It was like, oh, I fancy reviewing a, what's supposed to be a bad film because I'd not really done many massively negative reviews. I'd reviewed yeah. things I didn't like, but not. I could recognize the merits within them. So it was a balanced review in that way. Yeah. I just, yeah, for yeah. the experience of doing it, but then I just instantly regretted it. I felt shit afterwards. Yeah. Kind of I think I've pulled a couple actually. I pulled one because I wrote it. Um, and in the middle of re- write, writing it, I reached out to the creator to ask him a question about it. And the creator was having, let's call it some kind of crisis. Oh, fuck. So I was like, Oh my God. So I wrote a nice re- review that avoided the bad bits of it, and mm. I left it up for a while. Then I took it down again. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was that one, and I think I there. There was another book that I wrote a review of that I quite liked, although it had its down moments. And um, the uh, I, I think I mentioned one negative aspect to it, and but the rest of it was very promising. You know, this is a really good book and all this sort of thing. And the bloke just like so fixated on this one thing. Okay. He, wrote me this, he wrote me this long essay about how I didn't understand it, and I wrote this email back to him okay. saying, "Well, if, if I didn't understand it, I don't think many other readers will either." And then I deleted it and deleted the post. Yeah, <laughs> just wasn't there just that, too much, you know. Yeah, I've got the I've got the problem that um, a lot of the reviews or a lot of. A lot of the times I've spoken about books and, and, and said people should check them out or whatever, I, they're in amongst podcasts that either I have no control over or yeah. they're part of a bigger thing. Yeah. So now they're in there and amongst it and I'm sitting going, oh, fuck, I wish I'd never said that. Um, it's either I've come back to the, the comic after thinking about it a wee while and then so I went, ah, nah, that's, that's in, not in right. In what way, though, what sort of, in what, from what sort of angle do you mean, dude? As in, I think I've been too enthused by the book at the time and not giving it an actual proper look. Yes, yeah, I've, um, I've done the same, definitely. Yeah, I've got yeah. way too excited about it on its first go and just went, fuck it, I really need to speak about this. And I've just spoke about it and then actually considered it after and thought, oh, shit, no, I've, I've, I've just been too excited about the book at the time. This yeah. is This is the wrong thing. But there has been a couple that I've actually spoke about and then <laughs> the creator of the title has then had a go about reviewers or the creator of the title has then had a go about comics in general and i've just sat with that 
comics sitting there saying that it's great and going, oh, I really wish I hadn't said something nice about that person. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know yeah, it sounds terrible. But... You find out that the, 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 the bloke's like a, an utter racist or something. Yeah. 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 I see that all the time with people with fucking Earthworm Jim and all this kind of stuff and they're saying like massive great stuff and then it's like two or three episodes or two or three reviews later and they're, it's almost like they're retracting that statement by saying, yeah. you know, it was good at the time, but maybe not now, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. This, I this say, is like part of the problem with this. From him. I've got to tell you, it's a good book. Yeah. This kind of thing, because <laughs> I had it when the whole Kevin Spacey thing kicked off, because one of my favourite films for a long time was American Beauty. Right. Whether it's all up. And not American Beauty, sorry, I do like American Beauty, but LA Confidential was the film in question. Yeah, it's a great film. So I fucking love LA Confidential, but somebody turned around to me and was like, we can't like it anymore because of the Kevin Spacey thing. I was like, fuck yeah, off. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Roman Polanski's made a lot of good movies, but he's still a rapist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I will now, however, avoid watching Roman Polanski movies, mm-hmm. but I do have the experience of watching Chinatown and knowing that it's a great movie. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Uh, it's a weird it's the same with, we've I talked think about the problem before, with small but... press, we get to know these people, unfortunately, don't we? That's yes. the problem. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same with Woody Allen. It's like, I've always loved Woody yeah. Allen films, but it's Me very too. difficult to tell people you love Woody Allen films now. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm a big fan of loads of his sort of mid-period stuff, you know, like, oh, just, I just love his stuff, and he is a huge influence. I mean, I've, I've spent weeks of my life watching Woody Allen movies, Yeah, but now I won't. I don't want, I mean, to be fair, the recent ones have been pretty tut. Well, but, I uh, always used to like to joke that I because I had all these films on DVD I used to refer to it as a complete Woody. <laughs> yeah yeah. And I can't even do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well there was one that we saw there was one that me and my other half actually saw at the cinema and really, really enjoyed it. But I didn't know anything about the whole Woody Allen thing. And uh, we came out and bought it on DVD and everything and it was it was after that I found out about it all of it and went, oh for and it was yeah. one of these more recent ones as well. Okay. And uh, yeah, it just—I oh, don't know why it's—it's it's that whole separating the art from the artist thing. But it's see, just... I will always love Annie Hall. I will always love Love and Death, and I'll always love his stand-up. His stand-up's right. hilarious. Yeah. And I mean, you got slightly more of a grey area with Woody Allen. You can kind of justify it slightly, and yeah, he's it's never not, convicted. I'm the greatest but... hits, Jimmy Savile, is it? I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it's not far off. But the the yeah, there's. This because it's but movies different movies is such a group effort isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is. It is. well if but, we had a, if we had a comic made by Jimmy Savile it, it would definitely be in my dustbin yeah. right now. really it wouldn't be slabbed on your shelf no. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a couple of creators that have done something that have sort of made me think oh, I'm just not sure if I want their comics anymore. Uh, again, yeah. without naming names, but there's yeah. a couple yeah, that a were few, yeah. big into yeah. some of the comics I was reading in the 90s. And then you, Twitter ruined a lot of creators. You either no, find yeah, that they're the a comics creator. I just don't want to hear what they got to say. Well, how did, just how, find out they're a bit of a prick. <laughs> I was going to say, how does, how, does your, um, how does your folks' personal experience with a creator dictate maybe like a past review or a view that you've got? In sort of in the pipeline, but you've maybe met the creator and not been so favourable. Yeah, it's interesting, is it? I've certainly had reviews where I've put it up, and um, like we just talked about, or a, a much more recent example, I put one up, and then I got a very a nothing back, you know, right? Quite a lot of and I think that would change my mind as to whether I would review their next book. Yes, you know, but some 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 creators are so um, interactive and friendly and professional. 
Yes. You know, I think that's the I think that's where you got to be with it. Yeah. And I don't mind. I think you know. It's, I mean, sometimes we are promoting these people's books. We are selling their books by reviewing them on podcasts and stuff. They do. I know certainly coming from Nobra, I know that we've shifted a lot of certain books because we've sort of spread the word, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does it does happen. It's not it's not a big one sometimes. I mean, having having done the rounds with Atomic Hercules, it didn't really make a much difference to the Kickstarter. You know, thanks right, okay. for everyone for reviewing it. But we might get the odd <laughs> one here and there. Thank you, Tom. But the uh, <laughs> you mean the, the the reviews don't really shift many books. Right. There's okay. the odd one that catches fire, and it does. <clears throat> right. So that's that. That is that is one thing. So you you wouldn't reckon that a review actually equates to any more sales at all? Like not just with yourself, but in general. Um. Rarely. Sometimes I think it either really does or it just doesn't. That doesn't shift anything. Right. Would you think a really bad one would equate to more sales? It may do. Do you know what? It might well do. Yeah. <laughs> it. It. It's well, certainly the most read, the most read books I've got on, um, the most read posts I've got on, uh, never on anything relate to some of the more critical reviews, certainly from that, <laughs> that month last year. Yeah, 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 but that's because I've, I know people who text me saying, oh, I was reading that, I read it out loud to my mate in the pub, and he was laughing because we know, the blood. <laughs> you know, so I get a bit of that, <laughs> and it wasn't my me, that wasn't what I meant it to be, but you know, there's a bit of that. There are, we, I do fall into sarcasm sometimes. You know, just yeah, just to try and get across what I mean. Yes, you know, I think we all do. To be fair, yeah, of course, yeah, you yeah. can't help but do. And I don't, you know, I, I, is it insulting to say something is like this and this and this? And it possibly is, but I don't think we can avoid uh, pushing some form of insult on someone during it. And it depends how people take them, as to, as as well as how they're they're dished out. Yeah, not one of these people who sort of spares people's feelings. No. Interest in that. I mean, I've lost friends from reviews, I'll be honest with you. you know, yeah. Because I've been honest about it. Yeah. 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 I've had, See, I've had again with comments. that, I think if you're willing to take the good comments, you've got to fucking take the yeah, negative exactly. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I've I've had people never come back to me again. Like I've never heard anything from them. Not like not that I've lost friends, but I've had people that I thought, you know, they were really nice and the get go and you know we've, we've spoke back and forward and had a good discourse and then I've never heard a bloody thing from them ever since yeah I've um, had people who are friends or as good as you know you know pals and you know like close friends who've sent me a book and I've kind of been dreading it right okay and in the most part I've been lucky that they've mostly been pretty good cheers Dan. yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> thank god eh <laughs> <laughs> That is one as well when you actually genuinely make a when you make a, like really good friends with somebody and they put something out and you're sort of, they then say would you read it is, is there that trepidation to to actually maybe say to them no because you don't want to fall out with them yeah well, I, I, I think it would depend book. how they asked wouldn't it yeah if it was like you no know, this isn't for a review to post up but do you mind giving this a look over that's slightly different if it's yeah. like they send it with the idea of reviewing it and then you're not going directly back to them with the criticism you're putting out into the world kind of thing i got um i got i got sat i accidentally sat next to a, a comics publisher he's out of the game now he's retired but the um next to a, a comics publisher at a comics event the day after he i got sent his book by john freeman he sort of forwarded it on to me and he said to me did you like it and i went no i didn't <laughs> and uh un- unfollowed unfriended turned oh. his back on me sat somewhere else not heard from him since oh, <laughs> it's like yeah i've had that and cool. I had to... vince takes it hard doesn't he 
I had to, uh, I had to, I had to follow it up with a, you know, my honest review of it, and it wasn't very good. Right. Um, yeah, so that was a weird one. I'd, I'd shared lifts with this guy to, to and from Bristol a couple of times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But you can't make every review a good because that's if everything you review you recommend or you think is good, you become that magazine like you used to get for free in the video shop. Yeah, or in the cinema that was all like, you know, this film's going to be great. This one's going to be great because they want you to rent the fucking videos. Yeah, well, yeah. I've heard a quote from someone who says, "I don't review comics unless I like them." And my answer to that is, you must be reviewing comics that are completely and fucking utterly perfect. Then it's yeah. why we never did reviews on the True Believers website because a couple of people suggested it. Yeah, it's like, well, no, because I want this to be a positive celebration of comics, which a negative review can be a positive. But let's face it. It's yeah. never seen that way, is it? But people people submit their comics now for promotion. They don't submit their comics for criticism. That's, That's it. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one's going to read it if you're like, you know, oh, I read, you know, The King. What did I think? It's like, well, you clearly fucking loved it because you posted up a review. So yeah. <laughs> I don't even need to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of thing. I keep using the king, but that's the one I read most recently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you did you get any sales from reviews for your book, for Jason Isaacs? Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, right. I I think quite possibly, yeah. I think I certainly had a big lift when it first went up on Kick on um Kickstarter on Comic House. Right. I think with people reading it, and then a couple of reviews appeared on it, and that seemed to push it back up the chart a little bit. And then obviously, but what about physical sales? Physical. It's ticked over. I've had some people actively come because they wanted to get... The thing is, not enough I sold a few to people I knew wanted it kind of thing, and then a couple of other people just picked it up on the whim because they recognised the name Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at Troobes, I sold quite a few, but obviously I was never at the table because it was on the reception desk. Yeah. Because obviously you're, you're the, the con, I can't really stand behind the, the table. You're the, grand, you're the grand dame at that event. They just want to butter, <laughs> exactly. them to butter up to you, don't they? Exactly. You're, if nobody's worshipping it, what's the point of doing it? <laughs> yeah. I, t- I, I take back what I said earlier, to be fair, around the Hawk Chronicles. I got the odd, um, after doing the interview on the lakes and a couple of other interviews and stuff, I got I got a few, uh, the, you know, maybe four or five take me up. On that. Right, okay. Yeah. I must admit, I'm more inclined to buy a book having heard the creator talk about it. Than a written review. That's interesting. A, I, I, a written review. Yeah, I I've always preferred I buying from the person yeah. at their table rather than on off their website kind of thing. I'm more likely to buy a comic because I've heard it talked about on a podcast than if I've seen it in a review on a written review. And I, yes. this comes from someone who does both. And I think I'm more much more likely to do that because I like to hear people enthused about stuff sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Same to me. Yeah, yeah. Although... If, if you're, somebody's talked about their thing, they're just kind of, yeah, I just sat there and I drew it and it came out and that was it. <laughs> And it's well, like, cool, but why did you do it? It's like, mm, you know, everybody else seemed to be doing one. So I'm not going to buy your fucking book. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think you will turn me right off with that. Yep. But it's like um, this week's Awesome Pod with um, right. uh, Pete. Pete. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't, it's I good. missed the Kickstarter, even though I had it listed on the True Believers website. It just, there were so many fucking Kickstarters towards the end of the year. Which right. is why I've, with the couple of exceptions, I've sworn off Kickstarters this year. Fuck me, I've just hit 100. I promised myself I wouldn't get to 100. Fucking hell. I See, I wasn't going to do any this year, and then you did fucking Atomic Hercules, you bastard, and Milmo <laughs> wrapped up NPCT. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So I've backed those two, but I'm really trying to stay away from this year, just cause, partly because it's awkward every time the wife's going through the credit. I'd be like, do you know how many Kickstarters <laughs> are on here? It's like a couple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like She's yeah, charge, she? I think I've literally just stuck to uh, back in my pals now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, okay, I can't, yeah. I can't afford anything else at all. I get guilted into backing things sometimes. 
So See, yeah. I, I don't do that anymore. I used to feel guilty about it, but I'm kind of like, no, I've supported you a couple of times now, and we're we're kind of even. So, also, yeah. having run having run a couple, been part to running part of running some like four or five now. I don't if they don't back my, I'm like totally petty. If you don't, if you don't back mine, I'm not backing <laughs> yours. I do that literally. I'm that bad. <laughs> you know, I've got like a hit list of people who haven't backed projects I'm involved in. It's yeah. difficult to keep on because so many people go to Kickstarter now. And yeah. it's like, sometimes it's like, oh, that doesn't seem that reasonable. It's only like three quid. But then the postage is so fucking expensive. Even on UK ones, people seem to bump up yeah. the postage a little bit more than it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. And I work in a weird metal, place. So I know how much it costs to send fucking shit. So. Kickstarters are, are not a done deal these days. It's in a weird place. I'm not sure why. But this is a strange space there. Around I think there's a certain fatigue to it. I think, yeah. I mean, we've sort of touched on it before and other things. But for me when you're going back to kickstarter with your sixth comic and it's still not ready to go i get doing it if it's yeah, your sixth yeah. comic but it's ready to go it's just purely a pre-order system yeah allow me to point out atomic hercules the print copies arrived at adam phelps house today so that's good nice. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> but i think there is a little bit where you're kind of like well i've kickstarted three of your fucking comics now and it's this is issue four it's like why are we keep going back to this kickstarter well yeah mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I find that a bit of an issue. But the ones that are like, it's done, it's ready to go, we just, you know, so we know how many to get printed, we're doing it through Kickstarter because we found that's the best way to get pre-orders. And of course, that's a difficult one. You're asked, I don't know if you've had this, Tom, you're asked, what do you have? Because you did it with me. (laughs) 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 You review a comic whilst it's on Kickstarter. Yeah. That's Uh... a Because you could financially cause problems for that person. Yeah, it, do you know what? It's funny. I, I kind of thought about that with the junction because the junction hasn't even. It's only just went on Kickstarter now, yeah, that's not, yeah, and yeah. yeah, and I reviewed it back in like January. Yeah, you know, so that was like two months before he was due to go. So I, was there was a, put it out, wasn't it? It wasn't an early sort of thing. It was, but you know, he's he's. He, I think he's done the right thing because he he also proved that he had everything ready to go. Yeah, he had a, he gave that that vote of confidence that you know this is a big project, it's a big book, but everything's there, it's all ready to go. I'm sending it out now for for who I want to see it to see it kind of thing. He's, he's yeah. done a good, he's done a really good good job of that, um, and God, he's done an even better job with the Kickstarter. What over two hundred and fifty percent funded? Okay, yeah, unbe- unbelievable. I'd draw a um, line on that one because I'd read it, I owned it digitally. I thought, no, I'm not going to because you know. Well, I I, I backed it as well. It. Yeah, yeah, I backed I backed that. Um, I've not backed anything else that's uh, near that kind of price or anything. Right. Um, okay. I think he's the only one that I don't actually know that I've backed so far. Everybody else that I've backed, I actually know them, so it's totally different. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, it, it, you know, reviewing something when it's either still in Kickstarter or before it goes to Kickstarter. I am hesitant, to be fair. Yeah. I am really, really hesitant, especially if somebody sends it to me and I don't like it. Yeah. I, I, I tend to stave off until after the Kickstarter's been done. I've got, I've got one sitting in my review box at the moment, which is um, currently on Kickstarter, and it's by, it's by a writer in the small press scene. I really like his stuff. Okay. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review that. Um, I think I'll either review it or I'll just use it as a recommend on the pod. Sometimes okay. that's it. Sometimes that's the easy option for me. You see, yeah, so yeah, that's People true. expect me to do these reviews that you know I, I sort of pull things apart sometimes. Yeah, but I think it's the easy option for me is just just to talk to Vince and Dan about it. You know, 
Yeah, well, I've got that with the with the guys as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I've I've also got the added thing as well. If I don't like something, um, or it, it maybe just isn't to my taste, and I know it's that's what's playing a big thing in me not getting into it, I can pass it along to one of the the four. Yeah, and, but you guys aren't backwards and coming forward and saying, "Nah, I didn't really like that issue," or "No, nope. I didn't get that." You, 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 I hear that a lot from you guys. Even when you're doing the Justice League stuff the other day, you were saying, "Ah, you know, this doesn't work, and this is ruined by the crossover." As I remember you were saying, weren't you? And, yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. There's only been, I think, there's only been one. I, I will be quite candid in this. There is only one yeah. episode where I actually cut a couple of the reviews we did of some of the books and it was just because it wasn't so much a review as almost like a YouTube slating. Um, We just, I think none of us liked what the books were but we really went in on it and it was just Uh, like It was was a case of press book or? uh, No, one of them wasn't but two of them were. It was when we were kind of doing a lump review of like all the books would been sent kind of thing yeah i think and, you did uh, that with um awesome comics anthology that's how i think I remember yeah, you yeah yeah you yeah like four or five in a row back then didn't you yeah we did yeah yeah, yeah. um but i uh yeah i actually caught um uh, it was like two or three of them just because it, it was it was just it just didn't it wouldn't have added anything like they wouldn't have got anything out of the reviews whatsoever we were just saying like there's a shit there's a shit there's a shit you know what i mean and it wasn't yeah. there was no there was no constructive feedback to it. We just didn't like it. So there was Text nothing else later, to say yeah. on Text, it. Text yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, then, don't worry. It's funny when we're not, because we are part of the scene being podcasters almost as well. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're an editor and, you know, this sort of thing as well. So you've got a creative input into it. Is England and, well, let's call it Great Britain, because I understand there's another country there. The, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a small scene that we come across these people across our tables all the time. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. I've kind of got this either avoid them or just do this sort of, dead-eyed look sometimes <laughs> i gave someone a terrible review and then not terrible it was actually really critical for a point you know i said look this is not working this this bit works this doesn't and this is the reason why it doesn't work and the geezer came over and shook my hand and as he was shaking my hand the person i was with introduced me to him because obviously my face isn't out there on twitter and stuff i don't put my person my face out there yeah. and as he was shaking my hand he realized who i was <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, we were both pleasant, and since then we've spoken, and you know, oh, good. And the the person who introduced us said to me, oh, "I read your review; you were completely right." And I've told him, I thought, okay, right, we can be friends now. You know, it's like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and at the end of the day, even the worst reviewed book or film or whatever is still somebody's favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oh, come on. There's somebody out there. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? It's... I wish I could say what I'm thinking. But there not, you go. not necessarily <laughs> everything, but... Yeah. 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 I don't, some, some comics I don't think are even the creator's favourite thing. No. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, right. That, every, every, yeah, know. Bad Rock and Company. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There probably is someone who likes it. You're right. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, things speak to people in different ways. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> a person may love Garden State. <laughs> oh, I, I actually genuinely like Garden State, the bit where she puts his uh, headphones on him. I like that scene. <laughs> the, the one what about the bit where she's dancing around the bedroom? Uh, yeah. uh, the oh, the bit with the dog. I like the bit where his shirt's the same as the background. I like that. I like that. Oh, that was fucking everywhere, that picture. <laughs> yeah. And I'll edit that bit into the Garden State, but I think we've got like a three minute episode on that one. <laughs> That's going to be quite a good one, quite insightful. Can I'm just going to get a compilation of everybody giving like... Garden State a kick in and put it out at the end of the year. Yeah. We do like <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, where I just go, your mother goes to college. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right, well, you vote Pedro t-shirt. <laughs> oh, that, that was too much. That was too much. Oh. Yeah. With your Napoleon Dynamite pop vinyls. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. We were all on those chat rooms in the 80s. Don't give it that. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got to talk about? Oh, we haven't talked about fake reviews, have we? No. That's Oof. a good one. Yeah, fake reviews are becoming more prevalent. We see it a lot from Nobrow where some people, you, you look at Amazon and think, who have left these things? And as I understand it, someone was giving me a masterclass in Amazon reviewing the other day. I think it was Lisa Mills was telling me all about it. And she was saying that Amazon, if two people review something from the same household, Amazon have got an algorithm where they pull both reviews. Because <laughs> they're, so, they're so intent on spotting fake ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to be fair, doesn't it? anybody read Amazon reviews anymore? Because it's usually like one star, the box had a dent in it. It's like that's yeah. nothing to do with the thing you're reviewing. <laughs> I read them if I'm buying like a camera or, you know, just something like that. Or, you know, I'd, something more technical. If it's a comic, then I don't read. I never do. But no. But even then, with, with stuff like I, I, I have such a hard time finding headphones because I try to find ones that aren't like really tinny. Yeah, but see, like, the reviews just totally ruin them because they put all the really good ones in odd places. You know how you can do that, you know, sort by, okay. and then you do like the highest reviews, and then you go on it, and it's 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 just like the most like all over the place items, and the reviews mean absolutely nothing. Like Stu was saying there, like the box was dented and and stuff like that, and it yeah, just. Yeah. It, it, they just don't equate. None of them make any sense. They're just no, all over the place, so you can't. We were looking for a new microwave, and one of the five stars one was "parcel never arrived." So what the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah, right, tell it's... me, you tell me, you haven't been reading Amazon reviews on microwaves? Come on, <laughs> more rock and roll than that, Stu. Come on, no, no, that was, that was Wednesday <laughs> one week. You sexy beast. I know. <laughs> the I tell you what though, there's there is an algorithm around uh, reviews uh, that bring books up on amazon and other things like is it goodreads and all that sort of thing yeah. there is there's a big thing in publishing about getting as many reviews as you can because it lifts it up to be more visible on the websites yeah it's yeah. the same with podcasts yeah. isn't it it's why so many ask you to leave a review at the end of their podcast uh, okay gets it further up so it is literally that more people will see it because i think you need to hit a certain amount of reviews on itunes before they'll start displaying your reviews right. is that one of the is that one of the things that you say at the end of the show Stu? Yeah. Uh, it's not. There is another is podcast that does. But... Who does? What wankers do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They keep uh... telling me to stay something. I don't know. <laughs> I hate doing that. He makes me do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever left to like um, created a false profile and left a terrible review for someone? No, I, I've been tempted to do it for myself just to balance out when I've had nice reviews. Yeah. Okay. I've tempted. I've been tempted to do it for a uh, 
<laughs> this is going to sound really bad. I was tempted to do it for a dog shelter recently. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking raging at a dog shelter for something. Um, you just and... sound like a crazy guy. I do, I do. do just you know outside a was... dog shelter in a pair of shorts and a... <laughs> <laughs> It was something really in particular, and it was it was at the stage where it was, you know, I'm going to the council, this fucking old man shit. And uh, I thought, no, it'll be more harmful if I go on Google and make a fake profile and fucking give them a, a shitty review. And I just thought, fucking hell, check yourself, mate. Look at you. <laughs> what an absolute lunatic. I have to admit to writing just for my own amusement, because I travel around a lot and I eat in a lot of restaurants on my own table for one and all that sort of thing. <laughs> I, I, I have become grumpy old bloke, and I have to, I keep, I send them to Adam Falp to amuse him as, <laughs> as, uh, as I write them, but I do write a lot of really, really sarcastic TripAdvisor reviews. <laughs> yeah. I do like, I do Gone. like the, like, the funny reviews. Like, yeah. have you ever seen, the, have you ever seen the reviews for, uh, <laughs> For Moby Dick on uh, no. Amazon, <laughs> fucking hilarious, <laughs> fucking brilliant. St- just stuff about like you know, there's not enough whales in this for me, and all this kind of shit. Like it's just, oh, it's fucking brilliant. One of the favourite reviews I ever saw was a review of Daddy Daycare, <laughs> the, the Eddie Murphy movie, <laughs> yeah. where they'd written it as if they were reviewing a zombie movie, <laughs> and it was just genius. <laughs> oh. And one day I'm going to find the right book just to do that sort of thing with, you know what I mean? Yeah. There, there yeah. is an art form in those fake reviews. Yeah. There is. Yeah, you're right. There is. I think there's, a, there's like, whole pages dedicated to them and stuff as well because people find, like, people have done so many of them with so many different items as well. Yeah. Like, people that have reviewed, like, whole review Amazon review pages for, like, a fanny pad and stuff like that, which is just hilarious. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll send you a couple of my TripAdvisor reviews. The right. Like, <laughs> she had the strength; she would have lifted her eyes up to see the displeasure in my face. You know, there's <laughs> such shit like that. <laughs> see, the problem with those reviews, like, and the Facebook reviews, is that it's so it's so easy to remove the negative ones now, negative comments as well. Right. Yeah. And to the point now where Facebook, it's not reviews anymore, it's, it's recommendations. Right. Yeah, people, but... people pride themselves on being like full five stars for the company on fucking Facebook. See, I'm always like dubious that. of anything that's a full five stars. And yeah. I say that as troops just move back up to a full five stars. So I kind of want somebody to go on and give a, you know, middle of the road three stars kind of thing. All right. Average Cheers. Yeah. I think technically to <laughs> Never be now, in, it needs but... to be a one star review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not enough <laughs> boobs. I've written that on you, and I'm going to write that. I think it's done so that you have to write a comment as to why you're giving it that, rather than just giving it one or two stars. And yeah, not, not enough fine. boobs. That's easy. It's fair enough. Yeah. I, I give you all the boob just myself. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, I can I can do an objective review. One star. Didn't invite me to come. Bastards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to do a one star. Tom wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, then I'm going to make up a fake invite, take a photo of it, and I'll find <laughs> your invite. I just forgot to post it. I'm going to Photoshop you and me in bed together, and he claims I was there. This is Photoshopped. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's nice to have the nice reviews and that, but I'm always dubious of anything that's reviewed by the person in organising it. Yeah. And I, I'm aware, again, I say that, I'm pretty sure my mum left a review on True Believers, which, of course, she was going to put, you know, it's eh, lovely. Which no, is all cool. Well, that's a... It's not exactly biased, is it? <laughs> I don't know, would so have been better if this was shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Signed, Mum. <laughs> You're always a disappointment to me, Stuart. Mum. I know that. I don't get why she won't put that out in public. <laughs> he never did apply himself, that boy. <laughs> What's that? You've been talking to my wife, haven't you? <laughs> no, I'm back friends with your missus because I fell out with her for 10 minutes. Do you remember? You did, yeah. Because you. Yeah. yeah. You, you said you the most thing you can say. Things. Sorry? I'm saying you fall out with everybody's messages about the same things. That is true. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm back to being friends with uh, Vince's missus. We were mortal enemies for a while. <laughs> so I, can already, I can already hear him saying, no, she wasn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We just pretended we were because it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> You've never met me. Let me meet your missus, to be fair, Tom. No, and you probably will not. Either. <laughs> That's probably wise. <laughs> No, she just won't come anywhere near anybody that I hang out with, to be honest. What about Sadaka? I bet her and Sadaka are best friends. Yeah, they, do you know the funny thing is, they actually are. <laughs> Everyone will get some with Mike. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Mike's like Mike's the favourite. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> when he came to the table. Every time he came to the table at um, Harrogate, he had more badges. I said, where are you getting all these badges from, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Then he haggled. Yeah. <laughs> I love to haggle. Yeah. Well, he's fourth the border, isn't he? That's what you do. Yeah, it is, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> you're getting a comic shop in Dundee, I heard you say recently. What was that? You're getting a new comic shop in Dundee. Yeah, Big Dog Books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they've got a shop in Perth. And oh, uh, they're now opening one in, in the street. That I, that I actually eyed for a wee while. Exchange Street. It's like a wee, it's like a wee hipster alley, to be fair. So they've got okay. a good, they've got a good, uh, a good spot. But they're literally right round the corner from Waterstones. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've got to come up in the next few months. I'll give you a shout. Where we'll pop in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's, um, I think it's June as they're opening. They're saying. Oh, it's so. a while off yet then. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Sorry to interrupt, Stuart, with your... No, no, no. It's, it's all good. So, yeah, so what, what were we on? Fake reviews, weren't we? Yeah. Fake yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's generally fairly easy to spot a fake review to a certain degree, would you agree? Or I, I have to say that I spotted a few recently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they were written in exact. I mean, I do lecture in linguistics, and that is genuinely true. But I don't. I think. I think someone who spoke a foreign language could probably spot that these was these were fake. <laughs> we tend to find they always hit the same key phrase, like "my two cents" or yeah, yep. or some bullshit like that. Or, yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. There's also the added thing that they can't come up with usernames that are <laughs> any different whatsoever. Jesus, They're all the one Gary names? one. Gary how many, two. Yeah, how many names are there in the universe? And the, these people, they always seem to come up with the same. It's like trying to think of a new password, I suppose, isn't it? You always seem to go back to whatever that one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're reading them, you're like, these are all characters from June. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be, you know, the, the they're given kind of roughly the same reviews, fine, but when it comes under the name, you know, uh, Sweet Christmas number one, and then the next one is like Holy Christmas number four, you're like, fucking Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> 
you're like, oh, this is, you know, fucking anything. You know, any name. One one Snoopy, one Garfield. Fucking anything. But no, no. <laughs> always some delineation of, you know, fucking walk-through door, number five. Uh, door handle, number six. <laughs> I, don't think I've ever found 73. I don't think I've ever sort of covertly given myself a good review. Generally, I refer to the Hawk Chronicles as the least reviewed comic ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but the, uh, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't, I, no, no, I think I, so. No, I, I think it's difficult to review anything you've had an involvement with on yeah. any level. If, if I've ever done any sort of, well, not review, or I've done anything that's involved myself, I've always explicitly said that it's me. Well, that, it, then you know that becomes it. promotion, doesn't it? That's not yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's like I did, like I was, I was saying to you folks before, I did the review for... The, uh, yeah, but that you wrote that in your own name, and that's like yeah. promotion. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. How's my user? That was only because he forgot. <laughs> he still signed it, Gary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From no, I... Tom Sadaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Tom smell. <laughs> one, one was Uramix, and one was Uranix with an yeah, N instead of an M. Fuck yeah, that's alright. That's quite good. We didn't quite reach the lengths of uh, that film you and uh, John argued about for about four hours for the whole of my journey down the M1 in traffic. <laughs> I don't know what when you're talking about. <laughs> you weren't tempted to watch that film then when you got home. I love the fact that your conversation went on longer than the film is. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but then, didn't when you've didn't got, John when you've compare got... it to some like nuclear event? Or what did he compare it to? Something to 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Of course, fair, once that ball's rolling, you've got to let <laughs> yeah, it go longer yeah, than the yeah. film. Yeah, you've got to keep talking just so that people forget and they don't write in the complaints. No, that was a good episode. I enjoyed that episode. Yeah. That kept me very occupied. To be okay. fair, it was it was once he started doing his uh, justice for Jeffrey Epstein bit that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, shit, do I need to cut this? <laughs> I was like, nah, I can't be bothered. <laughs> One thing I was going to ask, um, do yeah. you folks leave reviews for um, stuff that you read in, in that on, like, say, Comic House or even, like, well, maybe not now, but, like, Comixology or... Re- very rarely. I should do more, actually. I always feel bad about not doing it, but, yeah. Because you can I link don't, reviews to sites as well, can't you? I always keep meaning to link reviews for all the books that are on there that I've previously reviewed, you know? Oh, can you? Yeah, I think you can. I think Pete was telling me that. Right. Yeah. Right. You can link it so when you go into reviews and click on it, I think it takes you to the site or something like that, I think he was saying. Right. Yeah. I suppose you could do the same with um, podcast episodes, couldn't you, I suppose? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you probably could, actually. I've never thought about that. Thinking about it, isn't it? For the lakes and for that comic smell. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, yeah good show, mate. Yeah. So good. as people who put stuff out that gets reviewed, do you find you check back regularly for reviews either on the pod or the hall chronicles or either in the comments underneath or that people have posted up a review on my I have site to, from a professional point of view i have to chase up people who we've sent books out to that haven't reviewed them because we don't send digital review copies we send actual books and a lot of the time that's quite expensive because some yeah. Books, yeah you know can be 20 yeah, the beasts right? yeah they're not sort of stupidly priced but some of them can be yeah. Um, like more, more than you know, uh, and we do send. We've I've sort of instituted and chatted to the, to the people at Nobra about look if if they don't review a couple, we're not sending them anymore. 
Yeah. Um, I do. I do get a bit of you sides sort of thinking they deserve a copy, and then never do anything with it. Was that? Fair, I, I do that with like true believers. With if they've had a press pass and they've not written anything for a couple yeah. of times, they don't get a press pass anymore. Yeah, I think that's only right. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't this, it, to be a comics reviewer, you don't have to actually have any kind of ability or any kind of experience or any kind of qualifications, you know. And there's yeah. a, there's a, there's a lot of stuff out there that is is absolute rubbish in the podcast and the reviewing scene. Mm-hmm. And um, I think people just think they deserve. And I've I've heard this from other convention organisers. I was chatting to one just the other day who was telling me that um, these people just basically sort of barrage them with emails asking for passes i'm thinking well yeah i had one in the run-up to troops and it's like for one this site you're boasting i'll get great exposure on it's got like three people following it (laughs) yeah and for another you didn't do fuck all before i look on through i can barely find any form of review of anything else before yeah and you go to their site it's just them reviewing the the usual horror film or yeah you know did anyone see Lucifer this week? You know, like, well, no, we're we're a comics company. We're looking to get books reviewed as, you know, a good, interesting review of a comic. There's some sites who are great. There's some sites who are really good. You, um, who's Daredevils and... Um, oh, Alistair, Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Yeah. Alistair and um, Gary Watson um, and a yep. few other people have done some really interesting, thoughtful reviews. John Freeman wrote a really good one re- recently for us. And they've applied themselves to it. And they'll they'll be on the list now for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people just sort of they think they deserve a copy, and uh, so I have to keep track of it. So we, I mean, we li- I've literally created a spreadsheet where we keep track of books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, the eleven o'clock guys are brilliant at doing this. You know, they I always know they always thank you when they get a book, and then they a couple of weeks later they'll always review it and right. stuff like that. And I, I think that's what you got to do. You yeah, know? totally. And we have a little yeah. shout out section on our podcast. We say, oh, thanks to you know when I've sent you guys some no Brad books. Um, you've you've said oh we've got these through and you know you've been sort of so yeah. them around. that's something I like that you know it's, we're all you know yeah we we like to think we put out good product and 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 I don't want people to be oh thank you so much I'm not expecting thanks but it's nice for people to sort of acknowledge it rather than just collect yeah to acknowledge it's turned up yeah yeah. More than anything, yeah 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 I think um, I saw Ian mentioning this <laughs> um, on one of his tweets from the lakes this week saying look yeah. Be nice to get an acknowledgement. We spent all this time, like you know, talking about your books, and even even I'm not the creator of the No Brad books, but I'm responsible often for sending them out. I'll always send guys thanks for reviewing them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he put the you know, just a retweet or a like or some form of acknowledgement that it's done, and that's fair enough. Because like he says, he doesn't get paid to review them. No. Yeah, none of us do, do we? No. So just a little bit of exposure in return for the exposure they give you is surely a fair trade-off if you can't even be asked to click that retweet button yeah yeah i I hate let's not can i just say i I don't think we've been too negative i think we've been constructive but i have to say some of the books i've been sent what for example mccune's the best example stuart started sending me his books to review i love i love stuart's books and now we're we're kind of the the best of friends and we stay you know i stay at his house and stuff like that when i visit him when the the borders aren't closed in italy and i've had some of the best experiences through reviewing books of discovering new talent having the best you know the best quality time reviewing a book and also making some really good friends and learning artistically from people so it's not all a bad thing see stuart stuff is stuff i've bought because you recommended it yeah i must admit it it got to the point where there were so many kickstarters coming up that i fell behind on them yeah yeah, no, but it's the thing he he does like a little for every Kickstarter, there'll always be that one where you can catch up digitally yeah. for a good price with this stuff, which I think is very wise. But I mean, that's just an example, and there's a lot to that. Ain't it? Ian Ashcroft, and there's all there's there's all these people that I wouldn't have 
seen if it not for being a reviewer. Yeah. 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 Well, even like um, you folks uh, recommending stuff on uh, the Awesome Pod as well. I mean, I've found loads of stuff with that. Yeah. Um, So even just like a wee recommend, not necessarily even a a full-blown review. And it opens up a a massive library. that's that's how I know Vince and Dan is from reviewing their books. And they're, yeah. And they're yeah. two of my best mates, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, there's been a couple of occasions with you, Tony, where you've recommended books, and I've had to message you after and be like, what was that book you recommended? The one that right. we like, such and such? And yeah. you're like, yeah, it's this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you listen to the recommendation, you don't actually take in what it is. You're like, I really like the sound of that. What the fuck was it? <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes you hit a book, like you did with The Junction. Uh, I did it recently yeah. with Drag- Dragman from Stephen Appleby, and that absolutely broke me. That's such a great book. That sounded great, that drive on my list. Yeah, so it's only a shame that I'm up north working, otherwise I'd be at the launch. But yeah, there's just the books that come and you think, oh, another one was The Inflatable Woman, Rachel Ball, you know, yeah. who not yeah. only is a friend of mine now, we, 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 you know, we grab a coffee when I'm in South London, but it's sort of, she, we're now collaborators as well. And the same yeah. with um, um, Slang Pictorial and, you know, these sort of, you know, sort of these people I've got to work with yep. because I've enjoyed their books and reviewed them and, you know, is uh, there there is that sense of oh, I, I've over said this now, but I don't I believe it's becoming a movement mm-hmm. because of the rebellion against the mainstream comics that are fucking ruining us financially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've all been saying it for a while. I think the most exciting thing happening in art at the moment is happening in small press. Yeah, yeah, I think so. bold storytelling, experimentation, yeah. experimentation with art and style. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. But it's it's that constant battle of breaking it down to those people that are just like it's not art because it's not on a canvas. Yeah, it's it's not literature because it's not in a you know prose. Yeah, but I, like, I mean Hanks, look at his look at that geezer's work. Yeah, well, well, I try not to. He pisses me. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> you know, and Rob Barnes is another one, man. You know, what I mean that Hopper book you edited, Tom, just fucking perfect. I, I love uh, that so much. It's so good. Yeah, Rob, yeah, Rob's just Rob's just insane though. Like yeah, he's, he's just yeah, he's he's un- unbelievable. He's, yeah. he's on an, an, another level entirely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that yeah, you're you're right though, dude. It's like like I said, John's work as well. John Tucker's work. Yeah, I mean, John, my God. Totally. Just, yeah. yeah. So effortless. It's just bring, unbelievable. Bring it yeah. close to home. The Hall Chronicles. In what other medium would you see that done like that? Yeah. Would yeah, see yeah. those stories told in that way. If it was on film, they'd be it'd be like, a short, pretty up somewhere that you would never see outside of a film festival. I suppose would be the only other option. Wouldn't it? You they'd know? like maybe make their hair look a little bit greasy, but essentially it would be the pretty girl, yeah, hooker kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It yeah. would it would nowhere near touch anything that's discussed in that book. It would be very much the glorified version of it'd be the pretty woman version of being a hooker, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the you end, know, it's of the funny. Day. I- it's funny. I think about um, I think about Sarah Harris's um, yes. pages and yeah. that quite a lot, quite a yeah. lot because that I, fucking I, I, broke me. Yeah, there's I a just... reason that a lot of people, when they wrote about Hall Chronicles, gravitated so much towards Sarah Singh, not just because of the art style and you know the mixed media way that she did it, but that story is just fucking heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, yeah. but it's it. it... I did gravitate very much so because of that art as well, though. I mean, my yeah, God, it's great. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Mixed, yeah, mixed media is mixed media is brilliant, but she's got some fucking yeah. way of working. It's just because I mean, yeah, I'd spoken she's to her about also... it. Go on, Yeah, I'd spoken to her about it because we were sort of talking about it 
because obviously I did the pin-up thing for it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, just to slum it all back down again. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, and she was talking about it, but I wasn't quite taking in what she was saying about what she put into it. So when I was looking at it, I was like, that looks like she's just put cloth on the page. And I was like, fuck, she has just put cloth on the page. Yeah, she's a perfectionist. But Sarah's another character, you know, who, who absolutely, we all love Sarah. I think she's brilliant, you know. Yeah. And I wouldn't know if I weren't reviewing comics, you know. And it's, I, I feel very, very blessed to know Sarah because she's... Uh, She's 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 an incredible artist as well as like the nicest person, you know. And, yeah. and there's people like that who aren't necessarily creators, like John Otway. People like these guys, you know, they're they're yeah. sort of out there and you know, and we we got to know this community because of the reviewing essentially, and then yeah. and then the creating, you know. It's funny the amount of sort of kindred spirits that you find as well. The yeah. amount of people that you actually gravitate towards, and you've got so much in common with them. Yeah, C- Cumber, Cliff Cumber, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I kind of think with uh, I kind of think that with John and Falpy and yeah, uh, Falpy's genius. Falpy Falpy's is actually right. yeah. I think he's I think he's going to happen at some point. Falpy, I think people are going to realise what he's at, what he's at, and uh, yeah, he's going to get that uh, Michael Fife kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that um, Devil's Library, Satan's Library, he did. Yeah, it's great. He sent me a copy of that. It's fucking equipment again. Just the way he's. You've got the little comics that the characters read in within the comic. Yeah. That must have been yeah. a ball ache to put together. I was talking to him about it, just, you know, for, on a technical level of putting that in. But it's yeah. just such a great outside-of-the-box idea. Yeah. That, again, you wouldn't see in any other form of media. Also, the thing that we do in uh, Atomic Hercules, I don't think you'll see that in any kind of other media. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it's just really fucking exciting to see that stuff and to genuinely be excited about seeing something land on your doormat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, finding Vargas, them at the con. Vargas is another one. You know, yeah. Vargas, he's, he's like, fuck me, that's, that guy's good and Russell Olsen's good. And there's so many, Martin Simpson, there's so many people out there. Do you there know? Is, there's, there's, there's tons. You know, I, I was just thinking that I was going to start listing people off and I thought, no, I'm going to end up many. missing somebody out. Yeah, there's too many. Um, yeah. what, there is just one in particular that I, I reviewed and I come back to quite a lot, actually, though. Um, when I say reviewed, I, I spoke about them on a, a, that comic smile, actually. And um, it's actually the Wine and Zine anthology. Still, yeah, they're great, aren't they? I, yeah, but like the, them as individual creators um, are quite unique. But that whole thing on a whole really sticks with me quite a lot. Um, that's one that I am actually really, really happy that I got through and managed to get a chance to speak about and stuff as well. I think um, their podcast is back next week, isn't it? I saw them announce. Were they right? Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Cool. We yeah, had them on the podcast. Probably. We had them on the podcast, and they they drank a few bottles of wine on. That I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> the wine was very yeah. prevalent in that episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were hilarious. Yeah, I think I was one. I think I was one of the first ones I heard of you lot. Okay, was with yeah, the wine yeah. And lot. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but no, that something like that, like all of those, all, all of those creators coming together and, and doing their own individual spins, and then. That gives you more of an insight into them as creators as well, and what the yeah. the kind of stories that they're kind of tell, trying to tell as well. And I would have never come across that ever unless it was sent my way to speak about for some sort of reviewers or, or anything that we're looking for. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's kind of my, into the sort of London scene. My gateway was was Avery Hill, and Tim, right, yeah, yeah. That's where I, you know, I sort of. I, I was aware of all the comics here, but I started reviewing, reviewing Tim's stuff, and then I got to meet 
um, the, the, the Avery Hill guys. <coughs> uh, their stuff's great as well. There's, there's so many little pockets of it everywhere who are doing good stuff. You know, it's... Uh, they hold a very um, special place in uh, that Comic Smell um, kind of history in a way because we had not long started and they approached us and said, oh, would you mind if we sent you some of our books? And at that point, we hadn't even considered that in the slightest. Okay. So yeah. that little bit there kind of changed it a wee bit for us. We then started looking into people's books and people sending stuff through or recommending. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Look Run just pals. Pals talking about old DC comics. You get that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. they 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 hold quite a quite a, a top blokes. Love them. Yeah, great yeah, well, they are. Yeah, 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 really good. Yeah, yeah. You can always have a good chat with them as well. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> good. There you go. I think we put the world to right there, guys, didn't we? I think. Yeah, did, yeah. yeah. So if you I'm could so quickly tired, review this try- episode, I <laughs> said <laughs> so I'm so tired. I just tried to turn on. The mirror using the TV remote control. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say using the little kettle they give you. <laughs> yeah, I got the hairdryer to blow away my tears later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can't wait for the trip advisor on that one. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a class <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Awesome. Cheers, that guys. Um, quickly, where can people find you online and all that? Tom, business. Um, well, you can find uh, myself across on Twitter at Uramix, U-R-A-M-Y-X. Um, I'm also on That Comic Smell podcast at That Comic Smell on Twitter and Instagram. Also do a small press review section on the Lakes Comic Art Festival podcast. And if you would do us a favour and nip across to Fair Spark Books and check out yeah. the Spark and Hopper and all the great books that are coming up saffron and, and and everything just nip across and have a look there's some amazing all ages books across there that uh tony and myself may have had some hands in <laughs> yeah not in that way the, uh... <laughs> bloody hope <not. laughs> i'm not in prison <laughs> not after all this time of being out of hiding <laughs> yeah I, know, I will only share a cell with sadaka because he'd be out of <laughs> uh, yeah that may yeah. happen Hiya, Mike. Uh, uh, com is where I sort of post stuff. The Awesome Pod, the Awesome Comics Pod on Podbean. You can find that. That's just us shouting at people. Um, likewise, Fair Spark um, with Springworth over there. Have a look at that as well. Um, and I've got a book coming out with Adam Falp, which is about to be sent out. Issue two will hit, probably hit Kickstarter in a couple of months. Uh, Atomic Hercules. I've got a book called... Um, Tony Osmond is a movie star with Cliff Cumber. That's coming out in two months' time. Um, I write um, Monster Spotters Club and edit, co-edit The Spark over at Fair Spark. And Vince draws it. Um, issue three is going to have Dan as well in it, so the whole awesome comics. His, his strip looks amazing. Uh, what else have I got? I think that's it for the moment. Oh, and The Hall Chronicles 2, which I'm kind of working on now. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you cool. Go. Cheers for that, gents. Pleasure. Cheers, Stu. Thank you. Thanks, man. Cool. cool. Enjoy your evening crying in the hotel room. <laughs> I think it's called cranking, but that'll be fine. <laughs> no, that's why I'm up there. <laughs> <laughs>